being nice and respectful, but that's like what well, the Americans don't get that. But like, ah. he's Canadian. But I was just like, that makes total sense. Yeah, it does. I was hoping I was he like he was real like egg or something, but nah, apparently like he is just so nice to everyone. And I don't know if it run the city is the world, but it's everywhere. Like the OVO, the owl is everywhere. It's on the Toronto Raptors Stadium. It's in malls. Like it's Drake, 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 Drake. It's typically so is the man. It's ten million times better than what I'm making it sound like. Anyway, <laughs> how are you, Matul Mark? Well, I'm well. I am very, very well. I'm looking forward to a vibe first thing on a Monday, though. Oh, that is right. Because that's good, because we start the show with an absolute vibe. And those honours, they go to Jordan. Start the week off. They do. I'll just plus play. Can we? We can. We went to Canada. Keep each other company. Had to play our Canada's son. Other son, Justin Bieber. This makes me want to buy rollerblades and skate down Mission Bay. Maybe we should. Go on. Hold my hand. We're back, baby. It's a Mahi Monday. Alright everybody. Shifters. No two stick. Come on, Fana. Let's push. Hey, 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 hey. What a vibe. I almost want to ask her how was Canada, but uh, we've already done that. <laughs> Shout out to our brother Sana for getting married too, and his beautiful wife Mill, 100%. Hey, I always want to just quickly, quickly, the political stuff with everything that went on. Obviously, there's been five interviews that played out. Mark, how are you feeling about all that? Um, I'm really proud of everybody involved. Uh, we were always going to, there was going to be a few that um, we lost by the wayside in terms of people who weren't interested in politics and don't get us wrong I don't think any of us in the studio are interested in politics it's still a foreign <laughs> beast to us but it's something we have to know more about and I was impassioned by Nate Lardy who we had on ages ago and he was just like just get a little bit of interest and I felt like that's what we did mm-hmm. and I think the the general feedback has been from people who have listened have gone like thank you like I, it's never been something I've been into but you guys did it in a way that was uh, palatable uh, and and I learned something from it, and I will certainly be taking part in voting. And that's, I guess, Jordan, you said the most fascinating sentence a few weeks back where you're like, they don't expect us to vote. They certainly don't. <laughs> and that to me is like, that sparked something in my head. I was like, imagine if we did vote. Like, imagine what this country could be if we actually stood up and voted. And I feel like we've done our part to a certain extent, and I still think there's a bit we need to know about how do we vote or that kind of like a real small conversation around there but yeah, we'll, we'll that, do that. Definitely. I was super happy with how everything went 100% yeah I, I was I, I've received a lot of DMs while I was away and I was also listening and then just checking in I actually really enjoyed um, that I actually really enjoyed the page uh, our shifters group page mm-hmm. um, and I, I like that people feel comfortable with their opinion and we're all learning as we should in society to kind of state our opinion because we all have different lived experiences different ways of looking at life but we're learning to totally. be in this bubble together and kind of mean like oh yeah you like that i didn't i like this you didn't 
but we've got to learn to kind of coexist. And it was like really encouraging to me to see shifters. Um, that's kind of like what we all know that we're trying to do here. Yeah, rather than yell over the top of each other, actually sit and listen and go, oh, cool, that person there like that. I don't have to. I don't have to, but yeah. 100%. And sorry, I put on my story so quickly, Brooke. Um, The biggest thing for me was that it was evident to me through a lot of campaigns that I've seen. I'm not going to say I'm 100% correct, but I I know that like they've missed out this young generation talking to them because they know that we don't vote. And so for me, and like Matsu Mark, we've talked about it extensively before we did these, it was kind of more like we got to try and level the playing field here and we always talk about we entertain we uplift but we had to take a bit of time to try and educate ourselves too and that you guys were on that journey as well love that as well and i know some people probably sitting here right now going hey it's 10 plus minutes we haven't talked about the all blacks we haven't talked about ufc (laughs) we haven't talked about the warriors we're gonna we're gonna wrap up the show with sports wrap so we'll leave that to the do not start with me right now we're in the middle of the first (laughs) round of the nfl so i'm gonna i'm gonna shelve any sports (laughs) chat till the end of the show i promise now, I love you, The Shifters. Thank you for that. Facts. Let's jump into the show with some daily bread. Breaking bread with the news of today. Still looking for a bread sponsor. Daily bread. Sponsored by Tip Top Super Soft. The bread that stays softer for longer. You want to hear it again? This is history right here. Still looking Daily for a bread. Sponsor. Sponsored by Tip Top Super Soft. The bread that stays softer for longer. Sometimes it's better to be softer longer. <laughs> 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 it ain't a fish stick. Oh, yes. We got ourselves a bread sponsor. A special <laughs> shout out to Laura and, and also the team at Tip Top who, uh, who have jumped on board. Our first sponsor wow. to, to get involved like and get engaged. Thought you guys would like that. Oh man, Shifters, you did that. We're all on this together. That's your daily brief for today. Well, yeah. <laughs> it is September 11th. That is 254 days deep into the year. 111 days left to get her done. Get her done. It is Patriot Day. Yep, that's the date that obviously 9/11 terror attacks took place over in America. 3,000 lives were lost, and uh, and this is a day of remembrance in the American world. Patriot 100%. Day. Uh, it is No News is Good News Day. Oh, that's every day. <laughs> in other words, today. <laughs> We're supposed to not take much notice of the news. In fact, go through our lives and just give it a rest because we all know the news, the current cycle It's a good way to live, eh? It's a good way yeah. to live. The it's, news is good news. It is a good way to live, but you've also kind of got to know a little Until bit. Until it's not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and finally, it is Libraries Remember Day. So remembering libraries, the treasure trove of knowledge and joyful memories. They're going to come back one day. Obviously, people still go to libraries now, but I think they'll have a big resurgence in like 10, 20 years. Last time you were at a library, Brooke. I know you're a single me. I just like that. Jordan, where were you at the library last? You're the one who used resurgence. When was it? Out of curiosity. Resurgence is crazy. Oh, man, it might have been. I would have been when I was at school in America. had no choice. That was the last time I would have been in a, in a library. Thanks. Wow. Ah, yeah. Shout out libraries, eh? Yeah. Shout out libraries. Uh, speaking of um, Americans and libraries, no, not at all. There's no segue at all there, but Rusty. <laughs> Americans are less motivated to work than last year, data shows. Uh, motivation among American workers is on the wane this year, and a majority of them are highly engaged with their jobs, uh, reducing their productivity. Uh, oh, sorry, a lot of them aren't highly engaged with their jobs, uh, reducing productivity. Well, I've gone a step further and I said, what's happening on the local front? What's happening with productivity in New Zealand? Check this out. In comparison with other countries, on average, New Zealanders work about 15% longer 
than the OECD average and produce about 20% less output per hour worked. Wow. That, that, that sucks. So I'm we work 15% longer. That sucks. But we, we put out less. 20% less productivity. So then I said, why is productivity so low in NZ? This is just on Google. Workers in New Zealand are working longer hours and for less reward than workers in most other OECD countries. In short, New Zealand works harder rather than smarter. That's a start and a half, isn't it? <laughs> oh. Well, here, here's what it is. That, that's it. I, I look at that and I think, no, that's exciting. What that means is, is that a lot for a lot of us working in the uh, in the in, in this industry or whatever industry we're working in, we don't see it as the number one thing. So if I'm a leader in these places, what I want to do is I want to say, hey, look, team, what does a six-hour day look like? So you can go off and have two more hours with, with your whanau if you get all your work done. I reckon that would like people be like, yeah, that would be awesome. So I think there's opportunity here. I but also, I, I think a lot of businesses aren't willing to look at it like that. I 100% agree with you, but I do think what's stifling that is those old heads at the top of the chain tend not to be innovative, and there are ways of making your workflow innovative. We're an example of that, right? So we, what yeah. we would be doing here would take us probably four or five hours at a radio station mm-hmm. because of the, the extra stuff that the non-innovation yeah. is put in there. True. So yeah, it's gonna take it's gonna take some innovative bosses to also allow people to take that time yeah. and work out how to make their processes. I'm quicker. glad you summarised that because that's what I meant to say. <laughs> well, speaking of innovation, this one's a little bit scary. Now we know when you have babies, you have to have uh, sperm or the egg, right? Well, wrong. Scientists have just grown a whole human embryo for the first time without sperm and without an egg. These scientists say they be they be on. Yeah, time. Mark. I looked at it the same way. I said, how is that even possible? I'm sick of these It scientists. even turned into a pregnancy test positive in a lab. So said, how, how did, is that possible? How did they do it, bro? Uh, they call it the embryo model. So it's made up of mainly stem cells, closely resembles a 14-year-old, a 14-day-old. Uh, a 14-day-old. A 14-day-old? How do I say that? Wrong? I said that 14-day-old. 14 14 a 14-day-old good baby. Uh, and... Yeah, somehow no, made it. I hear you, dog. Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't think it's our job to like know how Mark, they do man. it. I just know that they didn't have the sperm in Damn, the egg. Man, we ain't we ain't the scientists, Mark. Okay, so let's think about this. All right, <laughs> just so we, we, we wouldn't know how they do it. Clear it's not that they even say fourteen day old, let alone sperm and egg. Mark's like, well, how do they do it? Like, I'm interested know. to know. I would hope Brooke would have read, but anyways, um, <laughs> do we think it's something along the lines of how they did it with Jurassic Park, the movie Jurassic Park? You know how they just took DNA. And then they created something around that DNA rather than using oh, embryo and I just believe anything's possible these days, and it's not for the tree world. Like, it's just doom and gloom. That's Brooke's what this is. desperately trying to read. I am. <laughs> Let it go, bro. It's, it's okay, my bad. It's all good. But hey, all you need to know on the headline is that there was no sperm and there was no egg. I do not know how it was created, but the two went there and we came up with a baby in the lab. Hey, we back, baby. Mahi Monday. Don't worry about that. That is your daily bread. Breaking bread with the news of today. today. Sure, what we got? Still looking for a bread sponsor, but we're not. <laughs> Sponsored by Tip Top Super Soft, the bread that stays softer for longer. It's a Mahi Monday. Let's shift. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for. Welcome back, Fano. Uh, so basically, 
this was a promo that we decided we would try and run. We would try and find our Cinderella or our Cinderfella, and all we had to do was throw out three things that we are looking for in our Cinderella or fella. And if the shoe fits, anyways. <laughs> now, it's been copied elsewhere, I've been told. There are other <gasps> radio brands who no have started their own. Don't start a fight no with us because we don't know this now. Ain't no way. We don't, don't, have, don't let us go fisticuffs with someone. Are we allowed? I'm being told this through messages from people. And I'm like, oh, well, that's flattery. Not with this angelic music we're going to start well, a fight. I feel like we should return the favour and also do, you know, something that we used to do. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take our stuff back. No, no, you're right. Focus, focus. Anyways. I digress. So this week, we're looking oh, for another are. Cinderella or fella. We have had one. We found one. But let's do it for real, real. So, Brooke, who are we looking for? First of all, we are looking for a 28-year-old female who was born on the 28th of November. <gasps> female. Write that down. 28-year-old female born. So we're after a Scorpio on the 28th. Of November, Scorpion Sting that. Now this week I have a little, a little, uh, little added extra. Come on, to try and find our Cinderella or fella. This is a gift that has been sent into us. This is a gift from the wonderful folks at Ironclad Pans, a humble cast iron pan company, handmade here in Aotearoa. Now this pan that I am holding was custom made for the one and only Hugh Jackman. What? Wow. The actor, Hugh Jackman. Wolverine. Wow. Wolverine. The greatest showman ever. Logan. As in Logan. The greatest showman ever. <laughs> All of the above. However. <laughs> He's the greatest this... showman ever. <laughs> You're real right. It's just funny. <laughs> they misspelt oh. the name on this pan. And instead of throwing away this $400 skillet, they have sent it into us to see if we can find, as part of our Cinderella, a 28-year-old female born on the 28th of November whose last name is Jackman but spelt J-A-C-M-A-N. They missed the K. <gasps> so part of the prize this week will be the skillet if your last name is spelt J-A-C-M-A-N. That's my part of the shoe. Jackman. Try that, whoever's copying us out there radio wow. stations. <laughs> who, who, am I not to, that. who am I not to run with the thing? Who's also... Wolverine. Now nah, I'm getting. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If it's Jackman, you've worked as a taxman. So you know, it's also uh, if, if this female has to have worked with tax in some way. So almost an accountanty kind of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or done their own accounts. There you go. That could be it. There doable. 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 Fano. Doable. So okay. once again, back through the list. Cinderella or Cinderella, this week we need you to be a 28-year-old female born on the 28th of November whose last name is spelt Jackman without the K, J-A-C-M-A-N who's worked in some way, maybe for themselves or both or others in the field of tax. Easy. Now remember, if the shoe fits, don't wear it. Share it. This is the morning shift. Everybody's looking for that something. Shifters, can you can you fly with us for a moment? If you have had the privilege and the opportunity to travel, especially long, especially long haul flights, 
you might enjoy you might even enjoy going to a destination because the excitement of what that trip brings the night before you still have you know you you still have to anticipate that but let me tell you that if you have a long flight home come on the energy disappears dissipates you start thinking about your bed you start thinking about how bad you smell how much sleep are you going to get on that plane? Little How kids, little kids start be. annoying you. I've never seen someone at the airport going, yes. No way. You, 16 hours to fly. If you've had the privilege to be able to travel, you understand that there's highs and lows. But when it's low, it's that oh, long flight back. Dark. You, you're going from airport to airport. You're dealing with a different cultures, depending on what city you go to, who are a lot more less inclined to help you than Kiwis. And there's just this this longing and yearning that builds in your heart where you just want to come home. And you know where that starts? Come on, man. What we realised? That starts the moment you first step onto it in New Zealand plane. Oh, <laughs> Look, I don't know... What they did setting up New Zealand as a company, but I know some Matua or, or Kuya gave a karakia because those planes they've got some waidu on. Something different about them. <laughs> oh, let me tell you, they've got some waidu. It's like the it's air like stepping on the finua before you land on the land. <laughs> the waka of the sky. There is something about it, and you know what? I was I was uh, I was waiting. I, I, I was sitting. I was sitting in my seat, and I was taking it all in. Not like I was going to get emotional, but I was like, man, I'm on my way home. Like, we're on our way home. We've been doing this for 15 hours already. We've got a 15-hour flight. And you start to pick off Kiwis. Start You start finding fellow Kiwis on the plane. Because, you know, some of them are, like, visitors. They're coming, you know, Americans are all in there. People who are, like, coming back to New Zealand or visiting. There was this guy, like, who was huffing and puffing, you know. Like, his shirt came up. He's like, Mwah. He's, like, trying to move his, you know, his, his bag up into the rafters and that and then he was just being loud about it and this old lady turns to me and we just look at each other and fellow Kiwi so much and we just gave the nod like dramatic you know and I just think yeah but New Zealand's the one this kind of sounds like an ad it's not an ad at all that's no, really not we're literally on the plane going oi this feels like home this feels right so, so what, what do we do, do Brock? <laughs> what do we do Brock? <laughs> what do you guys do when you get on long flights <laughs> We this, wrote a poem. This guy, this guy tapped me on the shoulder. We went to so the He was like, Psh, "Let's have a poem off. <laughs> Let's have a poem off about how much in New Zealand flights make you feel like you're back at home." It I feels love like this. Home. This is great. And, this, and you know what the great thing is too? Did this poem get written as you were getting on the plane, like as you were sitting there for the first part? Right, so you're in the. So there's a bit of anticipation there. There's a bit of joy. There's a, like I wonder how you'll feel now you're reading it back. I might cry. I might cry. <laughs> you know what? Because you know when you're up in the air, eh, the what is it? The brain, the the creative juices start flowing. Oh, right? for real. The ideas start coming. Jordan went on those little because we went sitting next to each other. Did the messages things? He goes, "I'm on here." And I said, "We need to play this because this is what it feels like stepping onto a New Zealand plane. This music. I'm back in the shire, baby. Yeah. I'll go first, eh, Jordan? Go on, Frodo. She was so right when I was writing out all bars. <laughs> all right, here we go. <clears throat> Whether it's kia ora, chua. Oh, I got scared. <laughs> <laughs> you should have looked at the nature. Hold on, let me go again. Hey, hey, start the music again. Okay, Relax, yeah. okay? 
Ease into Here it. We go. Whether it's Kyoto, Tur, or even a foo, you know what Air New Zealand's got? You. Oh. Doesn't matter if you've been in London, LA, Aussie, or Rome, as soon as you step on that plane, that feeling, that's home. <laughs> but it doesn't have to be overseas, from Wellington, Auckland, Christchurch, or Dunedin. On Air New Zealand, we're all just some Kiwi brethren. You can watch Boy, Sionia's Wedding, or Lord of the Rings. Bashosh, ya cheeky buggers. No mile high tings. <laughs> no mile high tings. <laughs> hey, man, I'm telling my poem. You're right. Let me finish it off with this. So in closing, whether you're flying at 7 or 11, like Dave Dobbin said, Air New Zealand is our slice of heaven. Here it is. Wow. Here it is. There it is. Come see us in New Zealand. There that was is. tight, bro. This is not an ad, by the way. I swear. You paid for your own flights? We did. We did. Okay, that's we good. Did. Good to know. Good to know. Run it back. Here we go. Hold on a second. Let me bring that down and pull this up. A little bit nervous about mine. <laughs> I went there. Here we go. <clears throat> in airports vast where chaos thrives, long haul flights test our patient lives. Frustrating souls with rude demeanour. Disregard for others so much meaner. Yet amidst the chaos, a powerful sight. An Air New Zealand flight, shining bright. That first kelda greets our ears. Like a mother's cooking, soothing fears. Each glance a familiar face we see. A sense of belonging, our spirits free. Stepping on the plane, a moment's bliss. Like touching home soil. A gentle kiss. Though yet not arrived, we feel the embrace, knowing we're safe in this plain, sacred place. Oh, the trials of long-haul travel may be tough, but the joy of coming home is more than enough. Amidst the frustrating souls and airport strife, Air New Zealand brings us back to life. So, let's embrace the journey, near or far, for with each flight, we become who we are. You know what I thought you were going to say? Let's go! Wow! Let's go! Let's go home, ladies and gentlemen! I honestly felt like I was on the plane with you guys. I wasn't, but I, that's... Oh, wow. You know what? How amazing a company to stand out in, this, in the world that is, yet still flying planes like everybody else... To give people that feeling, oh, that experience. Matsumak, you know, like like anyone on the show, someone. I'm not trying to give anyone a shout out. Usually, eh? no. they're paying for it. No, exactly. <laughs> but the feeling of like just getting home, like on the plane, I was like, nah, I'm riding. I'm riding some bars. <laughs> <laughs> this feels amazing. <laughs> Boys, I'm so proud of you. Oh, Poems, man. We're back. It's a Monday for you. Matewa, Abdawas. This is the morning shift. It's not too late. It's never too late. Close. But it's not too late. Ever. I'm really doing this for myself, but if anyone wants to jump on board, hide in my kitchen. Uh, the more, the merrier on this one. It's need a bit of accountability. And I thought, ah, struggling to get it by myself. Can't keep myself accountable when it comes to eating, going to the gym, 
can't lean on Jordan and Mark all the time. So I'm just put it on myself, put it out there, and anyone who wants to join over the next four weeks, do your own thing, but feel free to join on the party in my challenge. Today's Monday the 11th of September 2023. Of three things, just a little bit of accountability for myself just to help me wrap up this year and hopefully we can keep it going. So my first one is I just got to eat healthy. No takeaways for lunch. Real simple. Okay. Nice. If you see me out there having a little kai somewhere at lunchtime, you come over. Spit on his food. Well, don't do that. That's what you have. But I'll pay for yours. Now you want accountability? Wait, what, what, what do you want? A little tap on the hand? He gave us something there. I'll pay for yours. So if I'm having mine and you see it, don't spit on mine. Jordan. Okay, well, I'm just saying. Well, uh, that's excessive. <laughs> I will pay for yours and whoever you're with. I, mean, it's just, I ain't it's, even going to be there. Don't worry about it. It's just going to bring in a personal accountability story and everyone's going, what's in it for us? All right. I ain't going to be there. Spit on no, it. Wait, hang on, Seth. Okay. You see me that, out at lunch? That sounded wrong. But <laughs> see me out for lunch. See me out for lunch. If you're eating it, you, yep. have, you have to shout them something of their choice. Exactly. I like that. That's Monday to Saturday. Sunday, I go ham. It's my day off. Okay. Only if he's buying, though. Don't If it's randomly midday and you if see Brooke walking down the street, <laughs> no. he's not going to shout you. If you even walk past something you can buy. <laughs> Get him. Number two, I just need to go to the gym five times a week. Anybody else out there who want to do the same thing, go to the gym five times a week. I said four, and I was like, nah, hold yourself accountable. Go five times. Make it work. What Get in where you fit in. if we see you a day without? You won't. But, but if, if you do, do, if you do, on site, I hate burpees, 50 burpees. 50 on site. I like that. And you know what? For accountability, I'll send you guys photos. So, so if you, you see Brooke on I the want street. Videos. I don't want photos. I want videos. I want to count. You have it all, Michael. <laughs> if you see Brooke on the street and, he, and ask him, have you been to the gym today? And he hasn't? Guess where I'm going? Straight to the gym. Or you're doing 50 burpees right Ooh, then and there. Jeez. And then finally, ask him to put my phone down this around winter. why people hate accountability, right? Why? Because it, it sucks. It sucks. <laughs> It hurts. Oh, yeah, but it's going to make me do it, so it'll be all right. And finally, this one's, I'll do it at the house, but just put my phone down when Winter's at home. What's that got to do with your physique? No, it doesn't. doesn't. <laughs> That's a tentative to But I need a three. Child. I just need a three. I'll like wrap it up with three. How about you put your phone on airport, uh, airphone, air, air, what airplane, it? Airplane. airplane mode every time you step in the door? Oh. Don't call me, don't text me. <laughs> Phone's on airplane mode. That's hard. <laughs> That's really hard. Oh. You know what? It's actually, it's funny Brooke brings this up, just quickly, because I'll totoko, but... I've actually been thinking, I know for a fact that people feel most not motivated about their lives during this time of the year. So least. Uh, yeah, least, sorry. Least, sorry. You're right. Um, coming out of winter into a new mm. season, we obviously know it's starting to heat up. We know we can't fit those clothes. A little tired, <laughs> A lot of man. us aren't going for a swim this summer because of how we feel. <laughs> but if we can get kind of organized now, um, we're going to feel a lot better about ourselves. Mm. Uh, and, and, and always. So I, I was thinking, and I kind of put this to Matsu Mark, but Brooke, I think maybe October we should look at a challenge for the shifters. And it, it's not going to be a ridiculous challenge where it's 75 hard, where you know, you're know not allowed to talk to your friends or <laughs> not allowed to ever look at your mobile phone or you have to train 10 times a day. But something that's kind of easy and accessible for everyone to do and something we can all kind of get focused together. I think that would be cool. And I'm I reckon we can, October. Yeah, and we can... Re, we can don't, Brooke, you've already started. But I reckon we could hold each other to account. Maybe we don't spit on each other if we... <laughs> You know, as, as shifters, no, no, but, we, that. That was, that but we can joke. hold each other to an account, and we go through that month. Maybe it's accountability month. It's something. Eh? It's something. You, you, know what, you know what piqued my interest about that is that you actually said put phone down around sun. Like that should be part of the challenge. It's not all fitness. Mm. It might be just a walk a day for some people. That's all they can do. They don't go to the gym, but then 
they put their phone down for a certain amount of time at night. But there's just like five things. We all kind of like figure out what those are together. We can have like fitness people come on, nutritionist people come on, give you a little bit of a guide. Yes. Obviously, don't take everything we say just in case you die and then it's our fault somehow. <laughs> no. But I think we could do, do I something would love cool that. Something like also one of them has to be along the lines of looking in the mirror and reciting a line at yourself you must like for what that you whole see. month where you're like, you must like what you yeah see. like something like my neck my back <laughs> <laughs> maybe not that but no, yeah not that but yeah I actually we'll put that on the, sh- uh, the, on the shifters group page today we'll check a little tile up just around what are some ideas about what a challenge could look like maybe we'll figure it out yes. you want to get the jump though we're starting today Monday Brooke's starting today we're starting in October <laughs> spit on the spoon this <laughs> is the morning shift <laughs> Brooks gone to the bathroom, so it's me, 232! Put! Woo! Live speed! Tackle! Make your tackles, bro! Make your tackles, bro! Is that good? That, that was awesome. And then usually Brooke goes, uh, let's talk a little sport, and Matua Mark will take us through it. Let's talk so. a little sport, and Matua Mark, Pitch Sports right now, will take us through. Let's start. Last Friday, as the 2023-24 NFL season got underway, and teams battling for Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas, Nevada, next February. So it was the defending Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs hosting the plucky, ever-improving Detroit Lions. 36, got a cross, he brown to the end zone, Detroit touchdown. Amon Ross, St. Brown, score one of the season. Tight matchup, but the Lions pull through and win the opener 21-20. I am a NFL tragic. NFC South hopefuls, the Carolina Panthers are my squad. Jordan, who you got? Mate, I didn't have anyone from Kansas City Chiefs or Detroit, so... Well, who's your team, though? For fantasy? Yeah. No, just your team, your favourite NFL team. Oh, Ravens, come on now. Ravens, how did you get there? How did you end up as a Ravens fan? You know know how I ended up there? I was... uh, It was the year... I started watching YouTube inspirational speeches to get myself to the gym. Ray Ray Ray. Lewis. Ray (laughs) Lewis starts hitting that YouTube algorithm. I'm like, bro, this guy makes me go think i'm a lion like literally <laughs> and then it was i swear it was the year that they won it uh against the 49ers the year and i remember how they bro what's up with the lights they blacked out half time yes and i was like no way but uh yeah no that was the that's when i started supporting them well it's back nfl uh and games playing as shame kansas city chiefs <laughs> by the way shame <laughs> oh wait detroit's all good detroit's been what they call good. a fake punt uh, yes. For a first down <laughs> yes, in the first quarter? Yes. That's cheeky. Moving through and Saturday morning, saw the All Blacks open their World Cup campaign against host France, and it really couldn't have started in any better fashion. Moanga, Barrett, works the cross kick to Mark Talia, sits up for him, and he scores for New Zealand. What a start for the All Blacks. But as the pressure grew, so did our mistakes, and France ran out comfortable winners in the end, 27-13. Now... We have a week to regroup, fans. We play Namibia, 7am on Saturday morning. Uh, Captain, of course, Sam Kane was out injured. Ethan Blackadder has been thrown into the squad. Uh, he's flown all the way, left the Tasman boys, and he's on the plane, he's flying over. Glad uh, about that. Yeah, another forward to, to you know, get into the stocks. But any concerns from you at this stage, Jordan? I'd ask Brooke, but he's still in the toilet. He's still in the toilet. I actually want to put it to you first. What, what, what was your feedback from that game? I woke up, I watched the whole thing. Um... What was your thoughts the rest of mm. I don't want to uh, talk too soon. Yeah, I look, the team that was always going to be a super tough matchup. That's one of our that was going to be our toughest matchup. I thought we would have circled it on our calendar and we would have got up to win that game. Uh, I think we we got beaten uh, down with pressure and I think we were in it for most of the game. In fact, you know, until half time it was really really close, but uh, we just yeah, 
we're no longer that team that excels under pressure. And that's scary to me. Um, we're a team who is, if everything goes right for us, no team can beat us. But as soon as things start going wrong and we start dropping you know, passes and we, we didn't look good. That's how I felt. Uh, but we've got plenty of easy games here. We've got three, what I think are easy games anyway. I know a lot of uh, butthurt All Black fans are already going, we're going to lose to everyone else now. Italy's going to beat us. I'm like, fine. no, I don't think we're going to. It's not panic stations yet. But we've got three weeks, three games to get it right before we hit the really tough teams again. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think we're in a very tough situation. Uh, last week or two weeks ago, whenever we played South Africa, uh, the comment section was filled with, uh, this is the loss we needed, don't worry. Yeah. We come back and we lose our, lose our first ever uh, pool match. I listened to the French coach coach's comments, scary, very scary. What they, did he they, say? They basically tried to G him up and say, like, are you happy? You know what he said? He said, um, the way I look at it is they've won 31 consecutive pool matches in a row. So we should give kudos to them for that. And even if it was by one point or how many we beat them by today, we'd be very happy with that. We're very happy that we're able to do have this prestigious victory, but we move on. Ooh. I was like, that's scary. Um, we, to say that this all-black team doesn't have any problems, I think no one's willing to say that. Mm-hmm. What, um, what I think is varying for all-black fans, depending on who you ask, is what the problem actually is. And for me, if I'm going to be a betting man... Um, I, I think to say that we don't have the talent to win this Rugby World Cup or we don't have uh, the players to do it, I, I think we do. I think we 100% do. I think, answer me this question. We'll talk about the Warriors soon, Matt or Mark, but there's, if you've watched what well, up until this weekend or the weekend before, up until the South Africa uh, game when we lost, we were All Blacks were tracking it on really well, correct? Mm-hmm. You know, we were looking good. We were looking fine. We pumped them at Mount Smart. We were looking fine, but... Now, if, if you look at the Warriors, I'm just trying to make a comparison here yeah. because this is my point. There's an energy to those players that the players have had this season where they just look a bit different, they feel a little bit different, the way they're playing. I don't see that uh, reflected in this All Blacks team. What it looks like is a bunch of a good super players. Uh, you've obviously got people at the end of their careers that still need to finish it out, that we're trying to honour all of that. Um, I don't know. My... my my guess on this, and sorry for speaking so long, but I've been thinking about it all weekend. <laughs> I don't think this coaching staff is innovative enough, or they're not capable enough to capture the minds of this entire of the entire sheet mm. of those boys. Because there's a the mistakes that we made against the French. That's not just about a lack of concentration. There, there, there was just a synergy that is not firing. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I don't. I don't doubt that they want to do it for Fozzy. Doing it for Fozzie and this coaching staff or whatever before they go is not enough. You know, that there needs to be a game plan. There needs to be, you know, a, an energy to this team that All Blacks, I just don't think is there. I think everything has to be right on the day. And I can't think, I don't think you can afford to lose people like Sam Kane, who, you know, I yeah. think as much as people might think he's not the greatest player, he's great, also great a great test player. Great test player, great energy to the team. You can't afford to lose someone late like Geordie Barrett, bringing him, you know, the oh, difference is. We need everything to go right mm. for us to be able to beat these top teams. True. And there was plenty that you could look at right now and say, you know, on Saturday morning, last Saturday morning against the French, there was plenty that wasn't going right for us. And that's the reason why we lost. And we didn't just lose. Like, that's quite a big, that was quite a big loss uh, when, when you look around at things. Like French, the French destroyed us. That 27-13, that's a big scoreline in the end. And I know there were a couple of late tries, but 
You know what? As I said before. Up the ABs. Up the ABs. Is get them behind them. They've got three weeks now to try and find out how they're going to make that winning combination. And hopefully Ethan Blackadder adds a bit more muscle and a bit more mongrel to the forward pack because they definitely need it. That feels like something that they've been lacking in against South Africa and against the French. Something, something's, something's wrong with All Black Rugby. And I don't know what it is. Cause, cause I reckon I know. Don't, yeah, I don't want... I, you're not a reckon... You know I what, Seth? I turned my phone off straight straight after France left. I love the boys. I, I love this team. Uh, I've been critical on this podcast about the All Blacks, but I don't mean to go individual players. No. I didn't care when I turned my phone off. Like, not in the way that I didn't care. It's just like, I winced like, oh, well, hopefully we get it back. Like, oh, and if we don't win, that's okay. Like, this new, this old, you know, people will move on. And, you know, like, there was a time in my, and like, that just wasn't acceptable. No, 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 no. And I, I just, I don't know what it is. And I... We're moving. We're moving on. We Sorry. are moving. Sorry, but, Mark. No, I reckon there's a great saying, you can't stop rotting wood. And the wood has been rotting from the ground up for a long time with New Zealand rugby. It has, from the club game to the uh, to the NPC to Super Rugby, and it's always been the All Blacks that have been at the top of that tree. The roots, you know, the numbers of players, the amount of engagement from fans, everything's starting to come to a head. They need to do well at this World Cup. If they don't do well, Scott Robinson will come in, and everyone will be like Razor, and they might do well again. But ultimately, the wood right at the bottom of this tree, is still rotting. The club game, the numbers of players, yeah. everything like that, and it's starting to affect and topple the top of the tree now, and people are going, what's happening? You're right. Last day, if, if, if rugby is our premier game, eh, as fans, we need to not just look at the shiny thing on the top of the tree. We've got to help save it. disregard NPC and disregard like the local it, game. Yes, because the thing, like wearing the thing all on the top of the shiny tree now is not looking so shiny, nah. and we need to get... yeah. We need a support from it's the gonna bottom be up. all of us. I hear you, my tour, Mark. I'm going to go to my local rugby game. <laughs> I'm going to play next year. Who wants me? Hey, a tree that isn't rotting, or is it? To the NRL, and the Warriors oh. will take the hard road through the final series after losing to the Panthers 32-6 to at Blue Bet Stadium on Saturday night. No Sean Johnson, and really not up to beating the defending champs at their house. Uh, but as I said, it ain't over just yet. The 2023 revival can continue this weekend when they take on the Knights. If we win this weekend, we book a preliminary final against the Brisbane Broncos. On the other side of the draw, the Storm hosts the Roosters. Let's go! And the winners to meet the Panthers in the other uh, preliminary final in two weeks. But basically, we're still alive. We've just got to play good this weekend. I like I want all the fans Brooke's of the Warriors. Still on the toilet, by the way. <laughs> Is he all right? Should Hurry up, you... bro. You're missing the sport, cuz. Should one of us go and check on him? <laughs> Look, I want fans and new people on the train to remember that the Warriors this year, this wasn't even supposed to be picked to make the eight. That's right. So, let's not get frumpy because they aren't beating the defending champs without their starting half pairing of Sean Johnson and Luke Metcalf. Let's stay in the realms. We need to chill and enjoy this great season for what it is. But I know for a fact... The Warriors are going to leave it all out there on the field. Uh, and it's a big weekend because, goodness me, I'm sure they would love to have a go at the Broncos. And we match up well against the Broncos. Oh, 100%. I, I, you, I know you have a take on this too much. I was having a conversation with two different people. One was doom and gloom. Frustrated at the team that was put out against the Dolphins when we got pumped. Frustrated at the absolute flogging of Penrith. I, I was the other guy, which I more agreed with. Mate, this is sport. We're still bloody in it. We still get to wake up and have Warriors play at home. Another with another chance to like stay in this competition. SJ will be back, even if he isn't. Like the season that I've put on, um, let's get happy, let's get excited about this week. Um, I think 
the, the most devastating blow all weekend, even though we've had terrible results of sport, is probably seeing the Panthers um, repost up the pass. <laughs> <laughs> up the pass after they absolutely beat us. Give, give Penrith their credit, though, yeah, right? Yeah, they're um, good. They, they don't, they're not just good. They've got reps at this level far more than any other team. They've still got, they've got those reps together. Totally. They're just a well-oiled machine. But guess what? We get up this week. Yes. We, we go get again. up against Brisbane. We play a Penrith team that's already flogged us. They got what? What? What, what are they? They're gonna come in with the same game plan. We're coming in with that fresh new. <laughs> we just got through. We just climbed the mountain, baby. That's right. We're hot. We're warmed up. We've sharpened the sword. We're ready for a come grand final. Come on now. Come on now. Keep the faith. Uh, let's get stuck into UFC two nine three and you. <sighs> You know what? Did we jinx the sport because we put up that post? <laughs> if you enjoyed, Friday, your, if you enjoyed your sporting uh, weekend this weekend, there's something wrong with you. Because, man, the, the three things we posted about, the things we were most excited about, the Warriors, the All Blacks, and Izzy, no one got the dub. So, yeah, if you missed it, Israel Adesanya, uh, he re- lost his fight. Um, it was... It just looked like Strickland had the game plan for uh, for Izzy. Just kept walking up on him, kept marching up on him, knew his distance, was so niggly. I got tired watching the fight because I kept trying to backpedal as Izzy was trying to do the whole fight. He just played, he just needed, he not he had the perfect game plan. I just want to reach out too because it was a kickboxing uh, bonanza of talent on the card. Big wins for Kevin Josette, uh, Carlos Allberg, Tyson Pedro, Justin Tuffer, and. Uh, yeah, no shoeys for Tai Tuivasa, Blood Diamond, Shane Young, and Israel Adesanya. They all lost their fights. Um, yeah, unlucky for Shane and uh, Blood Diamond the way their fights went. Uh, I love that the French uh, Frenchman got up, CKB, uh, the French guy fighting out of CKB. He was dominant, then got the submission. Uh, Carlos, ice in his veins. Um, he he looked like he could finish the guy in, I think, round one or maybe start around two, and he, and he eased off because he's been finished like that before, getting too trigger-happy. I think it's very underrated for fans to understand how hard that is. Is he, uh, Carlos, very capable of a knockout, but I think he won all three rounds. He got that dub. Uh, Tyson and Justin, eh? Mm. Like, the adversity they've had to go through, uh, Justin getting his legally eye-poked and almost losing his eye the last fight, uh, which was... Even the commentator said it's the worst I've ever seen in the sport. Yeah. For him to come back and get that finish. Uh, and then Tyson, who got sick, basically had the runs and a flu uh, fighting his last fight. So just was terrible. For them to get those finishes, couldn't be happier for them. They fight next to us, CKB. We're neighbours with them here at the morning shift. Um, bam, he got the loss. But he's a much better MMA fighter. Yeah. Like he, He's fighting the better fighter, but... He implemented a game plan. He went to the legs. He went to the body, which he was telegraphing so he could set up for his big two. Like, <laughs> I was really proud of him because we're used to seeing him come out, almost probably have a shoey in the, in the room before, <laughs> just throw haymakers all day. He's a fighter whose stocks will never go down because he's so entertaining. Absolute crowd favorite. Izzy, though. Oh. You know why I feel for Izzy? And I'm not making any excuses. I'm a fan. I'm, I'm always going to be a fan. I, I've seen greatness. I watched, I've watched his fights in person twice. There's nothing that you can tell me that he'll ever not be great. I think Sean played the mind games of this whole week. This guy's a troll. Absolutely trolled his way to get this title fight. He then comes to Australia and he's meek. He can't look Izzy in the eye. He plays it down. He looks nervous. I think Izzy will probably have something different to say, but if I'm looking at these like small... 
variables to um, Izzy's a very energy guy he didn't have anything to cling on to from the week mm. um, that would make him you know come out and sort of like impose his will and he fought the whole fight on the back foot which he's very very capable of but I just thought you know it's you look at Eugene you look at the coaches they've always been calm but I felt like probably after the third you needed to start saying look this isn't going our way but then you know we don't we don't know you just you just don't know but I feel for Izzy because he didn't need to take that fight no I felt like he took that fight to have because he's a great teammate yeah he took that fight to raise the stakes of the card in, in Sydney he didn't need to take that fight and he's never going to be given props or juice for that but he's a great he's a great teammate and I just wonder even huge coaching so many people on the night you know and, and your champion's so battle tested and he's a, he's a veteran he should be able to still do it do they go back to the drawing board and kind of go we still needed to focus on Izzy he's our champ I don't know yeah no I, a lot you know what just listen to you you're right. it feels like what you're saying is right it just felt like that whole fight he was on that back foot and it just didn't go the way planned he got dropped in the first round and it was like oh hang on a minute and Strickland so, give, giving Strickland his, his dues man like he fought the perfect fight he did the perfect lead into the fight he did everything perfectly and he left with the belt basically Strickland Strickland Strickland. <laughs> Strickland. Basically, Strickland, uh, he was willing to risk staying in range and moving forward to get to win the fight. Mm. And I feel like there was no point where Izzy switched it up and imposed his will no. and made Strickland scared of those, you know, fatal blows that Izzy's very capable of. And you know, fifth, fifth, fifth round, going into the fifth round, you're hearing Izzy tell his corner, "I can't find my jab." That's that's something that you know. You could argue he'd lost all the rounds up until that point, until yeah. going into the last, points-wise. But, yeah, I just I feel for him, eh? He's still a champion. Guess what? He's probably the only champion that can still lose and get his belts back, totally. which I still think makes him great. Yeah. He's going to get that rematch, um, and I expect him to get it back. But, yeah, that's MMA, eh? It's combat. When did we get our Brook back? That's my question. He's that's... still... Okay, just really quickly. <laughs> Finally, a couple of shout-outs on the domestic rugby uh, scene back home because, you know what, it's part of us to make sure that that wood doesn't rot. Uh, let's go to the Premier Division Farah Palmer Cup you champion, better. Auckland Storm. You better talk about them. Yes, beating, th- uh, beating Canterbury 39-27 in that grand final. Sis looked all good. Sis looked great. Yeah. Nah, Might the- not score tries, but she knew how to get involved, you know, help her teammates get in there. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, the Bay. The name The Bay belongs to the Bay of Plenty till further notice after beating Hawks Bay 38-35 in the NPC Clash. And East Coast owns the bragging rights over My Poverty Bay after barely scraping through to a win, 31 points to 11 in the Cuzzies Cup. Uh, <laughs> a few yellow cards in that game as well. Uh, that's your sports weekend wrap all done. Matua Mark, I want to uh, leave you with a bit of hope. Go. We lose the World Cup. We don't, make, we don't win the next game as the Warriors. What, what do we do? What do we do as uh, New Zealand sporting fans? We engage in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we do. Go Ravens, for. baby! Go oh. Ravens! Yes. What a mess. Pretty go. much everything. The whole thing. <laughs> the whole, man, boy, who are you dropping off? Family on three. Forever on six. One, two, three. <laughs> Family. Four, five, six. Forever. <laughs> I thought they got one kid. How many, one, how many kids are you going to me like that. Let's get it, get it, baby. Yeah, that's sports for another week. Hey. Uh, we'll do it next week. <laughs> you missed it, bro. We're not doing it again. This is The Morning Shift. Hey, man. Back into another week. So, so good to be back. Missed you guys. It was fun over there, but feels like home.
this this right here, the sacred place where we get to come every day and hang out, feels like home to us. It's good to be back. 100%. Shout out to Mato Mark Tooth and uh, Neeks as well, holding it down uh, with those interviews as well and then the highlight shows. But also, how good was it that treat here in the Tip Top Bread sponsor today? Come on, team. And tell us we, that. This is where we come from, shifters. That's all and of us. Top too. That was pretty cool, man. It was very, very cool. Still looking for a bread sponsor. That bread sponsor will always be tip top. Hey, make sure you go out and you know do a solo. Chuck, chuck a little tip top, tip top packet in there for the shifters one time. You know what tip top would um, would, would help us if you if we're being honest. If you are on Instagram and you go to their tip top bakery account and follow it, is it called tip top bakery? Tip top bakery. I'm going right now, I'm going right now. One if you second. can follow them, that shows that what one way. they're doing supporting us and you support us. It, it, yeah, it all works in. I love that. I'm brainstorming on air right now Here with our uh, get in shape thing that we're trying to do because it's the 11th. Can we go tip top shape? Ooh, tip top shape. Is it tip top that. NZ? With yes. the blue tip? The bakery? Yeah, it's, it doesn't say bakery. I'll put the link up in our Facebook group. It says tip top NZ blue tick. I think that's it. Whoever, no, thank you so not, much. No, it's not. It's not. Sorry. I just want to do this because, you know, people, are they hear it and they totally. want to do it. You're right. It is tip top bakery, guys. Tip top dot bakery. That one. That's the one we need to follow. We got a friend's papa! Houston! <laughs> hey, before, before we go, can I just share one thing wow. real quick from my trip that I did just want to quickly say to end the show? We went to our mate's wedding and he they, he married a beautiful Serbian girl um, and my friend Samoan. And uh, the dad did a speech, the father did a speech on their side, and then my friend's dad did a speech. And it was this wonderful moment of just cultures seeing each other and the similarities um, and also the kind of the love that was in the room. And I remember um, my friend's dad stood up and he said something that kind of stuck with me. And I just wanted to remind everyone too, but he said, in the vastness of our lives and the busyness, he said, we're from Samoa and, you know, we're down under where we're from. We have to remember that our ancestors love to eavesdrop on, in on us. And he said, you know, today's, I think, a day they'll be happy with what they heard. And I just thought... That's on, you know, and I hope that we, just a quick encouragement, guys, I hope we give our ancestors things to be proud about when, when they eavesdrop. So I'll be telling them uh, if they're asking that, tip-top's up response. <laughs> nah, I just thought I'd leave that with you. Shout awesome. out, Shifters. Love, Love you guys. guys. Good to be back. This is The Shift. The Shift. Go home, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go home. The Morning Shift. I'm going to make him an offer again with you. The Shift. I love you. Oh, oh. This is The Shift. Got it. <laughs> okay.